Hello, my beautiful podcast listeners. Um, how are y'all doing? I am currently, I just got done back from a run. It is a Thursday. And, you know, it's so funny with this podcast. Sometimes there are, I tend, I never, I never podcast unless I am feeling, like, I don't want to say feeling it, but unless I'm struck with inspiration, like unless I have a message on my heart or because then I just feel like it's not genuine. You know, it's one thing to get on here and talk about you are beautiful and you are made for greatness because you are. Um, when I'm when I'm feeling it and when I am when I'm feeling like, OK, people need to hear this. And it's another thing to do it when I just know it's a good thing to say. And I want you to know that every time I get on here and I podcast it, every single message is coming from my heart and it is coming from a moment in time where I feel this pull in my belly that someone needs to hear this. And I get these little tugs on my heart. I mean, at least once every day, uh, not kidding you. I just, I get like this, oh, that's a really good message. I need to talk about that. Or, oh, I think God's pushing me in this direction. Um, And so it's because, so sometimes there's like weeks and I, there's, you know, it's like, okay, I'm not really super fired up about one particular message. And then there's a week like this where I've literally sat down and podcasted every single day because I have had all of these just bursts of inspiration and it's phenomenal. Um, So that's a little, you know, backdrop to all the podcasting going on. But you guys, thank you for the rates and the reviews and Seriously, I mean, they mean so much. And this is how this podcast gets out to people. So please, 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 if you have not rated and reviewed, I, from the bottom of my heart, would appreciate it if you would just go, you would rate, you would review, honestly. Um, If this has touched your heart in any way, rate and review. Or if it hasn't, rate and review. Just be honest and um, just let me know. All feedback is good feedback. I truly believe that. So... That being said, thank you to you guys that have. It is because of you that this podcast is reaching the hands of people literally around the globe. And I am just so grateful to be part of a movement of self-development and and motivation and inspiration that God is doing in our world right now. And I love to just be the piece that I can in this this puzzle, this puzzle that God's putting together to show people they are worthy, they are valuable, they've always been. It's just about recognizing that and realizing that and moving forward in that embodiment. Um, So today, I want to talk about something that I, I am such a believer in and also something that I struggle with a lot. And it's this idea of do not let your gift die. I believe every single one of us, every single one of us on this planet has a gift, has a gift that God gave for us and only us. It's, it's our birthmark. It's our spiritual birthmark. I don't know if you have this, but I have a legitimate birthmark, loud and proud on my right leg. Not that kind of birthmark. I mean a spiritual birthmark. It's the thing that, you know, it's like the fingerprint of our souls. It's the thing that God gave us to have and to use to bless this world in the way that he designed us to. And that being said, 
The thing that I fear the most is because our world is so loud. Our world is so loud of other people's opinions, of negativity, of social media. Of There's just so much noise in this world of doubt, of fear, of ego, that I think people, they can't hear what their gift is because their, their attention is so distracted by the noise coming from all the things that tell them they don't have a gift. And if they have a gift, they're not worthy of giving it to anybody. Nobody wants it, which is not, which is so far from the truth. And here's the thing. God gave us this gift. I don't know what your gift is. I don't. For me, and this is when I say, when I say a gift, I mean, it's that thing that you do that you're so good at and it's effortless. Like you don't even, you don't even, I don't want to say don't even have to try, but I mean, you just, you're, you get fired up about it. Like when you're doing it, you are like, oh my God, there is nowhere else I would rather be right now. It might be painting. It might be singing. It might be comedy. It might be running. It might, for me, it is speaking. I love speaking. Every time I've been on a stage in front of a crowd, every time I've even on this podcast, when I can't even see the people I'm speaking to, I get this feeling in my heart that it's like, I don't even feel like I'm the one doing it. I truly feel like God is putting these words through my mouth and I'm just the one articulating it. But it is so it just creates this fire in my belly and I get so excited. And that is what I mean by your gift. And for those of you that are like, I still don't know what that is for me. That's okay. That's okay. That, that's the thing about a gift. It's there. There's no question whether or not it's there for you. It's just sometimes you have so much noise going on around you, you can't hear it. And that's what I just want you to get into this podcast and listen to this podcast and not the noise around you, not the voices that say you don't have a gift, not the voices that say even if you have a gift, it's not worth giving, not the voices of doubt, of fear, of ego, of pride, but just this. Listen to me. You have a gift. You might not have found it, but it's there. You might not be accepting it, but it's there. You might not have given it to the world yet, but it's there. I know that because you're here and you're listening to this. And if you can physically hear me on this podcast, hello, you have a gift. Because if you didn't have a gift, you wouldn't be here right now. Because God is an intentional God and every single person on this planet has a purpose. To have a purpose, you have to have a gift to fulfill that purpose. So yes, you have a gift. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. And I've said this before, you know, Les Brown says the most expensive real estate in the world is the graveyard because more ideas, innovations, creations, you know, industry disrupting creations, ideas, whatever, have died there with that person because that person did not have the bravery to execute on those ideas and those dreams and their gifts in their lifetime. Don't let that be you. And I'm afraid that so many of us have this burning gift inside of us, this gift to write, this gift to heal. Maybe you want to be a doctor, this gift to, 
to preach, to, to, you know, spread the news of the gospel, this gift to serve, this gift to speak, to sing, to, to paint, to teach. However, we cap our potential based off of what other people say we can or cannot do. We put a lid on how far our potential can go based off of how other people think how far we can go. You know, I'm a psych major, so I'm going to throw some psychology at you. There's this thing called learned helplessness. Okay, so um, I actually learned this the other day. A flea, a little, a little tiny flea, think of how tiny that thing is. It actually has a 36-inch vertical. So that tiny little sucker can jump 36 inches in the air. Now, that is the highest vertical of any living thing in comparison to that, to its size, Right? So if we were to put every living thing in like the same exact size ratio, the flea would have the highest vertical jump for its size. A 36-inch vertical for that little, little sucker. Now, if you put a flea in a jar and you close the lid, what's the flea going to do? It's going to jump. Why is it going to jump? Because the flea know it. The flea knows it has a thirty-six inch vertical, so it's going to jump. But guess what? That jar is going to stop it. The flea's not going to be able to jump thirty-six. It's thirty-six inch vertical. It's full potential of a vertical because that jar stops it. So what happens over time? Over time, the flea learns that it can't jump past the lid. So eventually, when you take the lid off, the flea is still not going to be able to jump out because it believes it can't jump further than the point where the lid initially was. That's kind of like us. We are, we are brought into these, this world with this unlimited potential, this gift that, that has a 36-inch vertical, this gift that surpasses, you know, all other potential for anybody. It's our potential. It's our gift. It can go as far as we want it to go because it was from God. There's no cap on how far our gift can go. There's no lid on how far our gift can go. But what, what, what happens over time? As we get older, the lid of society, the lid of others' opinions, the lid of what our family says we can and can't do, the lid of what our friends says we can and can't do, it makes us think that our gift can only go so far. So even when that lid is taken off and we have the freedom to live out our gift as much and as tall and as wide and as long and as far as we want, we we don't go for it. We shrink. We still stay small because that's how far we believe we can go. We only believe we can go small. We don't believe we can go big. We don't believe we can go far. We don't believe we can impact many. We don't believe we have the power to change the world because we've learned over time that we can't by this lid that was put on us as we grew up and got older.
This lid is what the corporate world said we're worth. This lid is what we saw our family. It's what we saw our mom and our dad do. And it's what we saw our brothers and our sisters do. It's what we saw our friends do. This lid says you're worth this much, not that much. You're worth something, but not that much. This lid says you can only go so far in this world. This lid says, you know, yeah, sure, reach for the stars, but you aren't, you ain't going to get there because you can't go past this lid. And I'm telling you right now, you got to break off the lid. Your gift is too important for this world, for you to stay small because of the lid society capped you off with. God didn't put you here to live by what society says you can and cannot be. He put you here for the hope that you would listen to him. You would listen to him and you would break away from that chain and that pattern of people falling prey to capping themselves off by society's lid and let your gift reach numerous amounts of people in this world. Because that's what the world needs more of. I want you to realize that you were given a gift. You were, a, you were given a one-of-a-kind gift to grow as much as you possibly can with. Nobody gets to tell you how big you can grow with it. Because it's not their gift. It's yours. They don't feel that gift. They don't see that gift. They don't hear that gift. They don't fall asleep with that gift. They don't get up with that gift. They don't have that gift on their heart. They don't have that fire in their belly for that gift. You do. So nobody gets to tell you how far you can go with it. However, you also have to make sure you don't fall prey to listening to them. Because I'm going to tell you what, they're going to tell you how far you can go with it. They are. People got opinions. Heck, I've got family that tells me how far I can go with what I want to do. I've got people that are really close to my corner that I have to check myself to be like, okay, you know what? They can say what they want, but they don't know what's on my heart. So at the end of the day, am I going to listen to them? Am I going to listen to them? Because by listening to them, I give them the power over my gift. And that is not why God gave me a gift. God did not give me a gift to give the power of it to someone else. In fact, the power of my gift lies in him. And he lies in me. So no one gets power over my gift except for me and my God. People will have words to say about what you're trying to do in this world. It is your job to not let their words stop you. I want to, I want to, you know, I don't, I guess this is just like animal metaphor days. So sorry about all the, is it a flea and animal? I don't know. Insect, animal, things that aren't human metaphor day. But um, another amazing illustration of this is, And you might have heard of this before, but, you know, elephants in a circus, you're like, where are you going with this, Annie Mae? So elephants in a circus, um, the reason you think of an elephant, an elephant's huge. An elephant is more powerful than, I mean, it's one of the most powerful animals. So you see these elephants in a circus and you're like, why are they not just 
running off. They have the power to do it. There's these, there are these huge, massively strong animals. Why don't they just leave the circus? They're obviously miserable. What people in the circus do to make certain that the elephants don't run off, the elephants don't fight back, is that from a very young age, I mean when these elephants are first born, basically, they tie the elephant to a little stick. And when a baby when an elephant's a baby, it's not strong enough to break loose from this rope that is tied to this pole. Now you over time, as they get older and older, of course, their strength, they could rip that pole right out of the ground. But because when they were a baby, they learned that they weren't strong enough at that point to tear that pole out of the ground and leave, they believed ever since that point that they weren't strong enough to do that. So even when it's a full-grown elephant, you'll still see an elephant tied to a dinky little rope to a pole in the ground, and it's not going anywhere because it doesn't believe it can, even though it could basically stomp right out of the grounds, leave that, drag that pole right out of the ground, but it doesn't believe it doesn't believe it can, just like the flea that doesn't believe it could jump out of the jar after a while, even though it could. Learned helplessness. Gradually over time, you believe you're helpless and you start acting that way. Here's what I want to tell you. We all have this gift inside of us. And I think when we're young, you know, you, you hear it. Listen to kids. Kids are brilliant. They are, you might not call your kids brilliant all the time. I don't have kids yet, but, and not for any time soon, but Kids are brilliant in the way that they dream. Kids believe they can do anything. And I think that they're on to something. And I think that's why, that's the way God wants us to be. He wants us to be more like children. We are his children. That's why he refers to us as his children. And and he wants us to be more childlike because kids believe that they can be anything. Because society hasn't told them yet that you have a cap on your potential. Caps on our potential for us humans are just like the rope for that elephant. Just like the jar for that flea. Over time, we believe it's true. When it couldn't be further from the truth. In fact, it's a way for this world to manipulate and control us to be exactly how it wants us to be. The gift that God gave you is not meant to be tied down by a rope. It's not meant to be capped off by a lid. It has unlimited potential for how you can express it to this world. People are going to say things that are going to try to put a lid on your dreams. People are going to say things that are going to try to tie a rope to your dreams to hold it down. Don't let them. They're going to say things. You can't stop that. But you can control whether or not you listen to them. And let me leave you with this. It is only the people who stopped going for their dreams that would ever try and stop you for going for yours. Your family members that say you can't do it, look at their life. Look at their life. Are they going for their dreams? I guarantee you they're not. 
Are they living their fullest into their fullest expression? I guarantee you they're not. Because someone who is truly living into their fullest expression of life and living into that fire that's in their belly that the Lord gave them to serve this world with would never criticize someone else who's trying to do the same for doing that. Never. Someone who is doing more than you, someone who's expressing the fullest version of themselves more than you, living into their highest potential more than you, would never criticize someone that's doing exactly those steps to get to that place. Never. In fact, I think it's the people that that are hurting the most. Robin Sharma says, there is nothing more painful than the pain of unexpressed potential. And it is only the people that are experiencing the pain of their unexpressed potential that would ever try to pull down someone who's trying to express their potential, express their gift. Identify your gift. Envision your gift. Ask God for your gift. He gave you it. Ask him for it to come true. You don't think it's going to come true? Ask God for it. Not just once, every single day. I have been asking God for the same dreams every single day for four years, and I cannot wait till they come true. I cannot wait. He's the God of all gods. Do you know what God can do? Look around you. Remind yourself what, of what he can do. If he can do what he did for Oprah, if he can do what he did for Steve Harvey, if he can do what he did for Bill Gates, if he can do what he did, then why can't he do it for me too? Don't be afraid to ask. Trust me, God can handle it. God wants you to say, hey, look, you gave me this gift. I want to express it to the world, but I can't do it on my own. I need you to do that for me. He wants you to say that to him. Ask God for your gift and then expect to receive it. Not just expect to receive it, make room to receive it. And guess what you're going to have to make room by doing? You're going to have to make room by getting rid of some people in your life that are shaming you with guilt, shaming you with noise, shaming you with doubt, putting all this noise in your head that you're not good enough. Yeah, you got to You got to get rid of that. You got to get rid of that. I'm not saying cut people out of your life. Trust me, I have family members that that fall into that category and they're family. I can't get rid of them, but you best believe I set boundaries and I know how to handle them because I know that I expect my dreams to come true and I've made room for them and there is no room for negativity. There is no room for doubt. There is no room for someone to tell me who I can and can't be in this area of growth that I know God is going to bless one day with all of my dreams that I'm asking from him. There is no room for that. There is no room for that negativity. I don't care if you're blood related. I don't care if you're one of my best friends. There's no room for that. I love you. I will bless you. I will bless and release you, but I will know my boundaries with you. And I'm telling you to do the same. You're going to have to make boundaries for yourself. You're going to have to make boundaries for yourself for the people that do not believe in you because there will be people. I'm not telling you there, there might not be people who believe in you. I'm telling you they're going to be. And you've got to make boundaries. You've got to protect your dream. You've got to. Expect to receive it. Make room to receive it. Let go of that rope and that lid that is holding you back. <laughs>